Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Supreme Court said, yeah, we'll take a look. We'll do this. Can you charge a former president? That's the question. Because President Trump says, nah, you can't do this to me. And Jack Smith, the special counsel, is like, yeah, I can do this to you. And so the judge in the case said, yeah, they can do this. The Trump team said, all right, well, we will... uh, will appeal and jack smith has said what are we what are we doing here let's go right to the supreme court hey scotus rule on this would you rule on whether or not president trump or any uh, former president is immune from federal prosecution for crimes allegedly committed while he was in office that's the question is he immune from federal prosecution for crimes allegedly committed while he was in office tony katz 93 WIBC, good morning. And the Supreme Court said, yeah, we'll rule on this. Uh, Hey, uh, President Trump and team, December 20th, 4 p.m., you got to have a response to us. Why is it that you think that you can't be charged? Why do you think you're immune? Tell us. What Jack Smith, the special counsel, is trying to do is he's trying to stop the ability of the Trump team to delay. That trial is scheduled to set March to, to start on March fourth, and of course, that's uh, is that the day before, day after Super Tuesday. This is election interference from beginning to end, and just for the sake of clarity, anybody who says otherwise is lying. I, I mean, this is one that what you should really, really fight about. This isn't even whether or not you like Trump or whether or not you think Trump is right. You could you could hate him and you could think he's wrong. I'm not going to tell you no. I'm going to tell you that Jack Smith, like Fannie Willis, the, the district attorney there or the prosecutor there in, in Fulton County in, in Atlanta, like Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, who ran for office on the idea of prosecuting a citizen, Donald Trump. All of this being brought at this time is all about election interference, beginning to end. And the people say otherwise are frauds. They don't give a damn about the rule of law. They don't care anything about the justice system whatsoever. They believe in the total destruction of their enemies. And then they have the freaking audacity to say Trump is going to act like a dictator and he's going to get revenge on his political enemies. Well, where do you think he learned it? It's like the old drug ad. I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from watching you. That's exactly what happened. The Democrats are doing exactly the thing they claim Trump is going to do. They're doing it. And if people had any modicum of decency at all, 
They'd say, yeah, we see you. This is the only thing that makes me think that maybe those polling numbers are accurate. Because, you know, I don't buy in. I don't. But I do think that there is a fair segment of the population who knows BS when they see it. And they're like, this is, this is messed up. This kitten ain't okay. Of course, this is political uh, election interference from the political left. Of course it is. Not even a debate. So, now that the Supreme Court's going to take this, Trump's team has to answer by December 20th at 4 p.m. We'll see. We will see. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to, to, to rule. I don't know how they're going to act. My gut would say, why, why, why can't they be charged? Why can't they be charged? That would be my take, that they're going to say, well, yeah, it's certainly possible. You can't say everything would be impossible. Or are they going to say, now that I have, some, have had some time to think about it, well, charging isn't something that could happen. The, the remedy for this would be the House engaging in impeachment or the 25th Amendment being utilized for removal. Those are the tools, not, not an ipso facto charge as, as, a, as a concept of retribution. We're going to watch. We're going to learn. We're going to grow together. Reading Rainbow. I, I don't know. That's what, that's what came to mind. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. You didn't know I was going to sing today, did you? Ah, keep you on your toes. That's my job. Good morning, everybody. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Poor. Premier Arms in Brownsburg, 3754 South Green Street. Myself, Premier Arms, Hotel Tango Distillery. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It will be a live eat, drink, smoke starting at 3 p.m. We'll be there till 6. Uh, you can get all of your Christmas gifts in one spot. This Saturday, it's going to be fantastic. So Hotel Tango will be out there. Uh, Hotel Tango Distillery, Travis Barnes, uh, that whole team. And uh, you'll be able to try plenty of bourbon. At least that's the plan. I think we've got it all scheduled, all done. Um, and uh, and then uh, you've got all of the, the firearms and all the deals that they have at Premier Arms. And you know they've got a jewelry store, PA Jewelers. 10% of all jewelry purchases donated to HVAF, helping veterans and families because uh, Hotel Tango does a lot of work with them because they are veteran-owned, uh, is Hotel Tango. So 10% of the proceeds uh, from your jewelry purchases going there. You can get your copy of Let's Go Barbecue and Let's Go Bourbon signed by myself and Fingers Malloy. That is happening there as well. It's all going down. Uh, just, just show up. Show up. Shop local. Figure out exactly which bourbon you want for the holiday table, then go out and get it. And uh, do some good. It's going to be a great time. 
this Saturday, 3 p.m., Eat, Drink, Smoke is live at Premier Arms in Brownsburg, 3754 South Green Street, premierarms.com. Hotel Tango will be there. And the bourbon will flow. Bourbon will flow. And then, of course, uh, bring the whole family. It's husbands, it's wives, it's boyfriends, it's girlfriends, it's everybody. And the jewelry is uh, local designers, uh, one-of-a-kind pieces. The watch selection, including the Allenzer signature watch, uh, will be uh, available. Uh, along with uh, his signed book, uh, you can get all that. Perfect, perfect Christmas gifts and help veterans at the same time. This Saturday, Premier Arms in Brownsburg with Hotel Tango Distillery, 3754 South Green Street. That starts at 3 p.m. Live Eat, Drink, Smoke. So be sure to check that out. I will be there. Uh, cough or no, I will be there. And uh, just to prove that uh, we here at Tony Katz of the Morning News are, are ahead of the curve, constantly and consistently, through independent study, it has been determined that eating meat will help you live longer. Yes! 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 Oh! Thank you. Thank you very much. The National Library of Medicine, National Center for Biotechnology Information, putting uh, this out. Now, this is uh, uh, was uh, published a, a little while ago, but it just came into my world. So this got published back in February of 2022. Um, the association between a plant-based diet an extended lifespan is increasingly criticized since it may be based on a lack of representative data and insufficient removal of, con- of confounders, that's the term they use, such as lifestyles. So in the aim it discussed, we examine the association between meat intake and life expectancy at a population level based on ecological data provided by the United Nations agencies. Conclusion. Res- worldwide... Correlation analysis revealed that meat intake is positively correlated with life expectancies. Bring on the steak, bitches! Just rub it right above. And when I say funk, I mean T-bone. Look, your doctor is the person to talk to. But these people who have been screaming at you and screaming at you and telling you about ridiculous nonsense things like Meatless Monday, would you please tell them? Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate. Cooking a steak, for goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. Ah, so good. So very, very good. Look, uh, uh, the, the idea that somehow you, you know, eating meat might be bad for you. I think that there are certainly people who don't process meat like others do. I think that's true. I think there are people who, for their own ethical reasons, um, don't want to eat meat. I'm not going to tell them no. 
if you're somebody who is a, a believer in pita, for example, and you're like, that's the reason I don't eat meat. Oh, you you go do you. You I'm not going to tell you no. But the over aggressive ideological insanity about how dare you eat meat and then the environment and and it's unserious. People want to be fed. And we own the animals. Now, that is, is, is considered a shocking statement in 2023. So uh, let me repeat it. We own the animals. O-M-G. Are you kidding me right now? I am not. Now, if one day the cows rise up to take over, I'm really going to have a weird time when they go to milk me. All right, the first time I may enjoy it, possibly the second. But after the fourth day, I might be like, you know what? This is really not what I signed up for. Until that day comes. I love I'm sorry. I meant Porterhouse. I love Porterhouse. That's all. It's not the end of the earth. It's not totally destructive. It's not going to kill you. But again, check with your doctor. Don't check with me. All I'm doing is reading a study. You and your doctor figure it out. But don't let these ridiculous people with their ideological insanity decide anything for you. These people don't know anything and they don't care to know anything. It's up to you. Now, if you excuse me, uh, you know what? If a burger got rid of this cough, that'd be terrific. That'd be just, just dreamy. Five. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC. The Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m. on WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow futures up 116, NASDAQ futures up 51, CPI, Consumer Price Index, up 0.1. It was expected to be flat, up 3.1% from a year ago. So the numbers are just out. It's going to take a little bit of time to get an understanding of of where we are here. What is interesting is that people are really thinking that mid-year 2024, the Fed will cut rates and there's a serious chance of a soft landing. So how do you define soft landing in the economy? Soft landing is defined as... A reduction in inflation without recession. Now, I'm going to double-check that with Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. We'll see whether I've got that right. But as I've been reading, that's how they they seem to, to go about trying to explain it. How do you have a lessening of the rates, a lowering of inflation? Because the only way the rates will come down is inflation is, is coming down. And you don't have a recession. That's the soft landing concept. I'm not there by any stretch. The, 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 uh, 
Fed survey shows 47% see the probability of a soft landing. That's up 5% from the October survey. They've lowered the probability of recession to 41%. If you say so. If you say so. Um, I'm staring at, at the CPI numbers. I'm starting to get some some data in for where we are. I'm looking all items less food and energy up 0.3. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So the 0.1 is a bullcrap number. Hold on. The 0.1 is, is all items and the all items less food and energy is 0.3? So are they going to try and call this flat and this isn't, this isn't flat. If you look at all the other things, you're at 4%. I'm staring at the numbers, guys. I'm staring at the BLS report. Oh, we're going to break this down. The food index rose 0.2% in November after rising 0.3% the previous month. Four of the six major grocery store food group indexes increased over the month. Cereals and bakery products rose 0.5% in November after rising 0.2% in October. Fruits and vegetables increased 0.3%. There was a decrease in meats, poultry, fish, and eggs. The index for all items less food and energy rose 0.3% after rising 0.2% in October. This says to me that, doesn't this signal that inflation is not under control, that things are still moving up? At, At the first glance, at the first glance, that's what it shows me. So the the Dow Jones people have been looking for no gain and a yearly rate of 3.1. Well, they've got the yearly rate of, of, th- of 3.1, which is still above the 2% that the Fed uh, is, is, is looking for. So some people are going to say, well, it was 3.2 a month ago. It's 3.1 now. There's a decline. This is good. I don't know. We'll break it down. This is all just coming out. I want to make sure I've got it in detail right there. But the people pushing for the soft landing, oh, it's going to be fine. I, I hope you're right. I'm just not as confident in you as you are in, in your fantasy about being right. Because I don't think one should fantasize about reality. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. It's fairly normal for there to be these emergency spending bills before Congress when we have insufficient funds for um, the operation of the border or for our foreign policy objectives. It's very different to say on top of that funding, we are going to make major changes in law. And that's what Republicans are asking for. They are asking for very severe, very draconian immigration policy changes, policy changes that they know 
could not pass if they weren't holding up support uh, for the war against Vladimir Putin. But isn't that um, so the exact I, I just point? Think that's the difficulty. Isn't that the isn't that their exact point? Is, well, this is a moment. It's a crisis. I think many people agree what's happening at the border is a crisis. So this is a moment we got to deal with it at home, and then we're going to help Ukraine too. Yeah, I, I, I think we should separate the two. I don't think that um, Vladimir Putin should be given a green light to invade uh, and conquer. Ukraine and Europe simply because uh, for 40 years we've had a tough time coming to a conclusion on immigration policy. But listen, listen to me, Senator Murphy, uh, and, and I say this with with as much as respect as I can muster for you. Uh, you're an unserious man. You are um, every definition of beta male that I could possibly come up with. No one cares if you think that border restrictions or border regulations, or border policy is draconian. Who cares? What's happening now is destroying America and American lives. And what Republicans have said is, we'll give the money to Ukraine, but this comes first. So we're tying it together. That's the politics of it. You don't like it, who cares? Well, for 40 years, you're absolutely right. For 40 years, you haven't done anything. Congress hasn't done anything. The problem has only gotten worse. So why don't we stop and start making it better? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good. To, oh, Tony Katz today. That's the show I do at noon. This is Tony Katz in the morning news. We're going to be talking about this on Tony Katz today as we continue border week. As we continue breaking down the biggest story in America, which we have never forgotten. Even with everything going on with Israel, going on in Ukraine, other things, we never forget that the border is the biggest story. These people are unserious. And as you hear some of these interviews that I do, you realize that the unseriousness permeates. People want the issue they don't want the fix. We can't even get to basic acceptance and, and, and togetherness on the idea of trying to root out the fentanyl. It's remarkable. There's basic, simple stuff. The basics. And we, we can't get together on it. Because people are much more interested in their personal politics than they are in fixing the problem. And I'm telling you, the only way to, to get this done, as, as I see it, if I was a member of Congress, it'd be a one-subject kind of thing and it's full scorched earth. You know you're not going to have a career. You know it, but maybe you can get some movement by just burning the other guy to the ground. Stop it with your politics and start helping the people of Texas, of New Mexico, of California, of Indiana, of New York, of Illinois, of California. Start helping them. Start giving a damn about them. Every state's a border state now. That's true, because they're not coming to Texas, they're coming to America. We all feel it. We all deal with it. We're all paying for it. How about we change the entire program? And that involves a lot of steps. We started yesterday. We continue with Border Week presented by Americans for Prosperity. We will continue making that happen. So tune in to Tony Katz today at noon. And I will bring that uh, to you. I, I could not think less of, of Chris Murphy if I wanted to, I, I just, I just absolutely couldn't. There was a story about a death threat against Vivek Ramaswamy. 
This guy threatened to kill uh, the presidential candidate and supporters, charged with interstate threats to injure the person of another. Now, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. I just don't understand why it happens. In anything I ever disagreed with about Barack Obama, it was plenty. Never made any threats. John McCain never made any threats. Biden never made any threats. Hillary never made any threats. Why? Why? Why do people feel that this is somehow necessary, that they're not able to engage in in a level of of self-control? Of course these people should be found for, for, you know, threatening to, to, to harm others. Engaged in this thing. And for the people out there who are in agreement of that, you would you would also agree that it's one thing to disagree with somebody. It's another thing to say, let's go out and do harm to this person. Like, for example, when they gather on a college campus and scream uh, genocide to the Jews. See what I did there? That's this this conversation is still happening. And it doesn't look like the president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, is going to resign. Looks like she is being well protected by her university. The problem is, is that uh, she's got some plagiarism charges that are going to be coming her way. Improper sourcing in her in her um, her uh, academic uh, uh, papers, the lack of academic papers. Let's let us be clear about what's going on here. The conversation, based on the data that is now being produced about her history is that she didn't get this job because she's an intellectual giant. If you want a great example of diversity hire, this is the argument being made about Claudine Gay. And they're starting to be able to provide the sources, provide the proof of it, that she was given the job for a series of factors that don't have to do anything with whether or not academically she was sound or intellectually she was able to handle the job. And you say to me, Tony, that's the most racist thing in the world. Oh, I agree. Hiring people and promoting people just for the color of their skin? Yeah, that is pretty dang racist. This is where the reporting is. I'll share it with you on Tony Katz today. At noon.